Welcome to season one, episode one of Nope, I'm Out. Your favorite show where we encourage you to throw in the towel, we'll inspire you to give up, and we'll definitely let you know that it's okay to quit. What's your name, mate? <laughs> my name's Marianne. I'm currently studying for my master's at King's in environment, politics, and development. Wow, so much. Yes. Um, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, um, my name's Debs. I'm your host on the show and I've quit loads of stuff and today I'm actually going to be quitting. Um, well, no, I'm going to be talking about something that like we've quit, basically. This, we've quit the same thing um, here. So uni, in essence, basically. So I'll, should I give it to you to crack on with, you know, your no. uni journey? Let's not. Yeah, yeah, mine was before. So um, obviously we went to the same university when I went to university I went to study accounting and finance as you know the only reason why I went to study accounting and finance so two reasons I did this internship when I was in sixth form at a Nigerian bank basically so when it came to writing my personal statement I just felt like what else am I going to write about I didn't know that like you could apply to anything no one told me this no one at all I just do you get what I mean I just kind of you know assumed that this is how it works basically so I didn't even bother I think at the time I considered studying English or drama or something essay based or something do you know what I mean but I just thought this is the only work experience that I have like this is probably the road I have to go down so I did that wrote the uh, actually yeah I just remembered the uh, personal statement that I've written that I wrote <laughs> so I think the opening line was like um Oh my God. You know, I think definitely on a future episode, I think I'm going to have to show my personal statement because the opening line was like, um, old MacDonald had a farm, oh, but did you know that old MacDonald used to be a, a bookkeeper or something like that? And I think the analogy that I was trying to make was that like, obviously as he's counting the, the animals on his farm, that like he's using some accounting system. Anyway, Warwick accepted it before you left. <laughs> and so all these people accepted it basically. <laughs> And so like, um, so yeah, I got all like the offers and whatnot. And I just thought, I don't really want to do this, but like it's only three years. Let's just see how it goes. Do you know what I mean? And I think my mum had pretty much kind of green lit it at that point. She didn't even, in fact, no, <laughs> that's not how it went. Oh no, 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 no. She wanted me to do medicine, oh, basically. The typical Nigerian Yeah, she wanted mom. me to do medicine. And me, it's like, even when I'm like, cutting meat or something like that that's uncomfortable for me do you get what I'm trying to say let alone like I'll be real if it's like open heart surgery and I'm the doctor that person is passing away like I'm not like I I, I mean don't... to be fair surgery is only one side of medicine you don't I, have to I understand to I understand surgeon. but like at the end of the day if if it comes to it and they're like oh Dr. Deborah, you know, we need you in. Do you know what I mean? No, no. <laughs> I don't think I'm going through with it I don't like flesh I don't like do you get what I mean? I don't like those type of things. Do you get what I'm trying to say? But she wasn't hearing it. Like, obviously... So that... even post-sixth form, she wanted you to still... Well, during sixth form, she During sixth to... form. Because you have to take biology and chemistry. Yeah, she... No, no, no. Like, so she didn't is... understand. <laughs> so this is the hilarious thing. Like, I did maths. I didn't do any science, basically. Yeah. But in my parents' mind, they were like, it's okay. You've done maths. You should be able to weasel your way <laughs> well... in there, basically. Do you know what I mean? Or they were thinking in their head, maybe you do biomed. And then through biomed, you go, you go and do. But I'm still so sure you have to do some sort yeah, of science to do biomed. Do you know what I mean? But they're clinging on to this career for dear life. Do you get what I mean? So I've somehow I've managed to convince her, that, convince her that like accounting is cool because one of my family members is a chartered accountant and he makes money and like. So she's just thinking, okay, maybe they're making money from it. Fair enough. 
Do you get what I'm trying to say? And so I applied for it. Um, and then uh, Freshers' Week, when I met you, I'm sure it was that week. Yeah. yeah. Actually, we met, a, well, we spoke before. Before. we had a mutual friend. Oh, yes. Right. <laughs> right. Thanks for the reminder. Um, sorry, but yeah, basically met. So Freshers' week, week, when we did like the, they had like, they brought us together for something, like a pre-lecture or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. they showed us like kind of like what we're going to be going into. I knew there and then, this is a wrap. Do you get what I mean? This is not for me. That is in like, it's not for me. It's not for me. And I'll probably go into why I knew it wasn't for me um, afterwards. Or I could do it right now, to be fair. So in that moment, I'll be very honest with you. Um, I kind of realised that like, it's either the balance sheet balances or it doesn't. They are not asking me for my opinion. Do you get what I mean? Like they are, they are not IFRS or whatever it is, whatever standard <laughs> that we were doing at the time. They have their rules. There is no grey area yeah. here. Do you get what I mean? It is what it is. And I think for me, I, I'm just a very curious person. I like things that like, I like to debate. I like to just I engage in, yeah, like in debates and like conversations. Like I, you can't just tell me this is how it is and then, this, yeah, it. these are the rules. Yeah. And then like, we should like what, like, what am I What am I here for? As in like, I just didn't feel like I was engaging my brain. So I knew that in Freshers' Week anyway. Do you know what's really interesting though? I think that was the only thing about it that appealed to me at the time. Mm. Because I think, so I always lean towards maths and science at school because yeah. you know if dance is right, it's right. Yeah. If it's wrong, yeah. it's wrong. You know on the day, yeah. there's a, you know, the formulas they have a clear, yeah. this is how you do it, this is not how you do it. So I think that was the only thing about Hansi that I actually liked. Mm. You just like the consistency, basically. And that's, that's really interesting, because I think for me, that's also, I appreciated that about maths in terms of like, it almost felt like a puzzle. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So like when you do it, you feel accomplished. Do you know what I mean? But then I kind of sat back one day and I was like, do I need to do this? As in like, as in like this is, deep, I don't know, as in like, I think one day I kind of just sat down and I was like, okay, there are these formulas there's some mathematical proof that somebody somewhere else has done. And I'm just kind of like regurgitating, like, yeah. what, 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 what are we doing here? Like, as in like, what are we doing here? Just so I can get it right. As in, yeah. what, what are we doing here? As in, what is my use here? Like, as in, like, I'm not, I just did not see, I just felt like I could have been doing something where I could have put my own spin on the, there's no spin on the answer. Yeah, you know? it's, it's either it's free it's either or it's right or Yeah, do you get what I mean? There's it's, only it's, one way, maybe exactly. another way, if you take the longer route to Precisely. get to the answer, but there's really only one way to get there. Precisely, and so like, I didn't like that about maths, and I didn't pick maths willingly either. That was also because of like parental pressure. Oh, really? As well, no, I didn't, I didn't really. If not for your parents, what would you have done? No, nah, I would have done all essay-based really? subjects yeah those things come to me like really really naturally yeah. um like all of them like whether it's history english like government and politics whatever it is it's like i actually really i'm interested in them but it's because like it allows me to think about like what i think it's like i'm able i'm able to see myself i, I do not see myself in mechanics it's, do you get what i'm trying to say these are just numbers yeah like, but i'm <laughs> the opposite <laughs> do you get I, what I mean very much preferred math science at school and I think that's how I kind of ended up in accountancy but I feel mm. that my interest actually lent more towards the more qualitative no even my oh, interest yeah because yeah, yeah. growing up I always wanted to be a lawyer but someone said you could like argue yeah right? <laughs> but do you know what yeah. put me off someone said oh it's a lot of reading and from there I was like yeah bye. oh yeah 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 so mm. I just always ran away from those kind of subjects you didn't which is why read. I yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> it just seemed like so much effort yeah 
Um, I definitely got the lawyer thing as well. Um, like if you're able to debate properly, yeah. people will just say, "Oh, have you considered law?" As if to say, when you're at white and case or wherever you're not it is, doing that. you know what I mean? Like, and I learned that very you know. early. That's why I didn't apply to law mm. when I was in sixth form because I went on an internship with one of the Magic Circle law firms. And yeah. At what at what stage of your education? So I was this? in year twelve. Yeah, that's um, crazy. Yeah, and I went and I realised actually I really don't like corporate law, even though it wasn't even a great insight because we're in year twelve. You yeah. don't get to do much. But we did go to some of their client sites. But then I very quickly realised, yeah, this is if this is what law is, this mm. is not what I want to do, which mm. was why I didn't apply to it in the end. And I think there's even a separate conversation to yeah. be had there eventually <laughs> about like early entry points. I had an early entry point into banking. I ended up, you know, exploring that route. Yeah. You had an early entry point into law. You ended up not exploring it only because you had an early entry point into it, though. Do you get what I mean? But I think it was interesting because I also then did internships at two financial firms, both in the accounting department. And even though at that time I felt like it wasn't for me, I still pursued it. Mm. Um, but I think that's because it just felt safe. Mm. Again, my interest, well, my, I felt that I was good at math, so yeah. it just felt easy that... Yeah. If I go down this route, I know I'll do well. Mm. And it's something that I felt comfortable doing. I didn't need to expend too much energy to get to where I eventually got to. Yeah. Following that route. But yeah, it just wasn't my, it wasn't where my interests were. I think that's interesting because like one of the things that I think definitely played a part in both of like the subjects that we chose eventually, like so accountancy, accounting and finance, same thing basically. But I definitely want to give you time to go into what your course was because it was very unique <laughs> very very unique but um is that like you pick the subjects that um you kind of like that people have affirmed good like you for like yeah. you said good that people have said like oh you're really good at this do you get what yeah. i mean and then there's like a loop like do you get what i mean so then you do it more because you want like the praise and everything i think that's what was like absurd for me because it's like i don't think i had ever gotten affirmation for maths that like, as in like really? yeah no i don't think i'd like in comparison to like my essay based subject, okay. it would be, I would effortlessly be like, as in like, as in, it would be very, very simple. So why me. did you? Like, but I think, I think it's, I think genuinely, and I know it's a stereotype, but like, if you're Nigerian, yeah. the likelihood of you studying maths like, is very, very, very high. Like, I don't know, it's almost a part of my identity. Like, I, don't I don't know, know anyone like, who didn't try A-level. Yeah, Some but, people didn't make saying. it to the end of the AS, but this everyone tried at least. But this is what I'm saying. And I think like, I think there's like one of the things I struggled with is like, am I, is it taking me more effort because um, like, am I just not bright enough for this subject? Or is it that like, why is it that other people get it like, yeah. as in so quickly? Do you get what I mean? And, and I did well, like as in like my grades and everything, but like the level of effort that it took me, a fraction of that effort like for like other things basically. And I think mm -hmm. a running theme that I've kind of realized through life is that like, at the end of the day, there are things that come naturally to me and that's where I'm spending my time. It's where I'm spending my time. Because for some reason, it doesn't come naturally to other people. There are other people that like sit down in maths. And obviously it's a bit complicated if everything comes naturally to you. Um, but I found, at least for me, I found that those types of people were never like the best at anything though. Mm. It's just that like, they didn't find it difficult to grasp concepts, but they were never like top of the class, if you get yeah. what I'm trying to They're say. They're just all round. Do, 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 do you get what I'm trying to say? And so um it's just something i found super interesting but okay so you pick um what a levels did so you i did do? maths forever maths biology <laughs> maths, <I'm> forever maths. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was really in this maths thing yeah. i maths just came so like you say maths came so easily to me yeah to be fair though in school i was kind of an all-rounder as well mm. but i just 
liked maths. I liked the logical reasoning of it. I liked that you had to follow process. Mm. I really enjoyed that. Biology I liked because I was just interested in the human body, how it worked. And then I did Spanish um, AS. I didn't carry it on to A-level, but... Mm. Because I was interested in it. That's interesting. You just reminded me of the whole other thing that I'm going to get into. But But funny enough, I didn't actually intend to take further maths. I wanted to take... So I think I wasn't too sure what I wanted to take. Um, I did kind of play around with the idea of taking geography. But I just thought, what am I going to do with geography? Why Mm. would I take this as an A-level? I didn't really see where geography would take me. So I very quickly dismissed it. Take you around the world, didn't (laughs) it? Geography. (laughs) <laughs> no, you know what? I'm not disrespecting. But anyway, let the, let the, let the there are a lot of misconceptions when it comes to geography. But yeah, so I very quickly dismissed it. But it was genuinely my favorite subject. At, yeah. It was my favorite subject in secondary geography. school. Yeah, genuinely. That's crazy. History is way better than geography. No, oh, history is I have way this better than thing geography. with so many people. History no, is way not. better than geography. It's, history is Learn dra- about To be like, fair, there, <clears throat> there are aspects of geography where I do have to inevitably look at history. Yeah. But... I but think like history abrasion. in school is dry. No, I, it's not. History is no, it's not. The Tudors. Were, no, 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 no. The Tudors. No, 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 no. Learning about like what happened. Like these world wars were real. And yeah. then people walking down the street and there were cannonballs. Do you get what I mean? Like just flying. Just imagine. Do you get what I'm trying to say? They had to ration bread. I'm not now. By the way, this is a terrible time. Do you get what I mean? And I thank God that we've passed that time as, you know, humanity. But what I'm saying is that that's really exciting. As in, like, that's crazy that that happened in the same way that like right now in the pandemic and whatnot, people are not going to believe when they write about this stuff. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's true. That we people ran out of toilet paper. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. So it's like, this is, this is, you get what I mean? So it's that against abrasion. No, but <laughs> one thing I will I mean? say, so I'm not even a physical geographer, I'm a human geographer, but one thing I will say oh, okay. is that, get into yeah, that. yeah, one thing I will say is that geography in school doesn't even really reflect geography at uni, which was why it took me so long to even figure out that's what I should be doing. Mm. But even then, in its poor reflection, I knew, I still enjoyed it. Yeah. I think what I liked was just looking at different countries, why mm. some countries, I think, so you don't go into this in school, but just, I was always curious about why are some countries doing well, why are some countries not? Mm. Why do some countries experience hazards or disasters and some countries don't, or are better suited to recover from them when yeah. they do so i think yeah i think those were the questions that really piqued my interest mm. even though you don't necessarily go into them at secondary yeah. school level i just liked learning about them learning about different just learning about geography honestly yeah, yeah. it just it just seemed really interesting to me but this is what i mean this is so interesting because it's like there wasn't a day i sat down in my geography <laughs> lesson the coolest thing i did in geography was i built this volcano I don't know if you did this. Uh, we did that in science, like, though. Not in geography. We didn't even do no, that. No, this was in geography. No, no, no. This was in geography. It was like Pompeii yeah. or something. We were learning about Pompeii or something. And you put like Mentos and Coke together. That was crazy. That was like the highlight of mm. my geography education. <laughs> to get what I'm trying to say. Did you not Everything go on else. any... I think another thing was the field trips. In general, I'm quite fascinated by nature. So I liked being able to go outdoors. So mm. in... To be fair, I didn't go on the field trip, but... In school, we'd go to Swanage and you'd go and... That's year six. No, so I went to Swanage in year six, but in year nine, in year nine or year 10, yeah. if you were taking geography GCSE, you had you to do another back. field trip. Oh. So, yeah. And it's oh. just like looking at different land... For, I don't know. I actually found it interesting. Even yeah. the physical geography, I do slightly find interesting, but that's not what I focused on. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's just interesting because it's like two people can do the same thing and think about it yeah, completely differently. Different I didn't hate geography. It was, it was cool. Do you get what I mean? But history was something else i couldn't believe some of the stuff i heard it was like i don't know it was just like a reality tv show like do you get what i mean it's like that was crazy okay cool so you pick your 
subjects. Yeah, so I did maths, further maths. So I ended up taking further maths because clearly from my GCSE grades, I was good at maths. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to do geography, very early wrote it off. And then I think I wanted to do economics or business. I was going to say, but when you were saying like, oh, some countries you looked at and you were like, why are they doing well? That sounded yeah. like an economical kind yeah, of Yeah, so I did consider it, but I can't remember why. I think the sixth form that I ended up going to, there was a clash. Mm. So I, mm. with some one of my other subjects, so I couldn't take it alongside the subjects I was already taking. And then the teacher suggested, oh, why don't you do further math? So I was very reluctant. But Great I suggestion. <laughs> yeah. I, I just ended up doing it anyway. I just thought, you know, I like maths. Why not do more maths? Mm. It was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. To, yeah. be, to be honest, even A-level maths is really hard. Yeah, 100%. As someone who enjoyed maths, yeah. it was one of the hardest things I had ever done. Yeah. I A-level maths brought me closer to God. <laughs> 100%. I was failing like... I was failing up until the final exam. Honestly, even myself, I didn't expect to do as well as I did when mm. I got my A-level results because I was failing. I was the only girl in the class. Do you mind saying what it is? So, yes, I got an A in... I got an A star in maths, A in further maths. But that came from... And you, you thought you were failing, you said? Yeah, I was failing because <laughs> when I did... When I was doing the mocks in class, like E's, D's, U's, yeah. I was the only girl in the class. All the guys used to mock me. I even wanted to leave and I just felt that they had an agenda. They wanted there to be a girl in the class mm. so that, you know, for diversity reasons yeah. or whatsoever. <laughs> I was the only girl and one of two black people as well. So mm. they wanted me to stay. It did pay off in the end. Thanks to God, thanks to hard work. Not thanks to any of my teachers, unfortunately, but... Mm, we're going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did work out well, but I had to work so hard for that. And it made me realise I didn't want to do a maths degree. Because after I realised, you know, I don't want to do law at uni, maybe I should do a maths degree. Mm. But I thought if I had to work this hard for A-level maths mm. and further maths, how much harder am I going to have to work for a maths degree? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I just was not on so that. So you just kind of discounted uh, yeah. that... So how did you get to what you did study at university? So I think it was, I thought I was taking the easy route. I was good at maths, or at that time, I still felt like I had an interest in maths. The most convenient route. I, yeah. I wouldn't say it's the easiest route. Well, yeah. yeah, the most convenient yeah, route. Yeah. I thought, okay, do you know what? I don't want to do maths at uni because that's mm. too much hard work. To be fair, at that point, I didn't even want to go to uni. Yeah. Oh, but, you definitely have to talk about that. Yeah, well, I didn't want yeah. to go to uni. I mm. told my parents I didn't want to go. They said, you must go. I said, well, okay. What did you want to do? instead of that i had a few options to be honest i just felt like i wanted a break mm. first of all i just felt like we've been in education for how long i had been working hard for the majority of that time i just want to sleep i just want to rest i just want some time to think about what i actually want to do with my life mm. my parents went on that yeah. <laughs> they said you must go um so then i think i from there because i knew okay well you have to go what can i do then I already kind of had done internships with accounting firms. Mm. I did kind of look into doing school leaver programs. I'm so thankful that I didn't actually, because I would have been locked in. But interesting. Yeah, I did look into doing school leaver programs. So then I thought, well, if I'm already applying for school leaver programs, why not just apply to study accountancy at uni as well? Mm. It would just give you flexibility. Yeah. And then when I got the offer from my course, which is basically a mix of a school leaver program and you get a degree mm. at the end of it, it felt like the best so it's, of it's, both worlds. That course to be specific, like was sponsored by one of the big four. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So it was sponsored by one of the big four accountancy firms to be a chartered accountant. You have to complete 15 exams. <laughs> At the end of the course, I would have done 12 out of the 15. So, mm. And during the course, you go on internship with 
that company. the specific company mm. um, one semester each year for three years. Mm. So it just kind of felt like the best of both. Okay, I'm getting the degree that my parents want me to get. And I'm doing the school leavers program that I thought I wanted to do at the time. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's why I went for it. That's super interesting. It's super interesting because again, I just think there's definitely not, it's definitely not a mistake that like you had uh, exposure to it earlier and then like you decided like um, it's something that like you may want to explore for whatever reason, whether it's because it's convenient, whether it's because it's something that you knew that you'd be good at, like it's not mm. as intense as something you knew you didn't like, but we're still good at. Um, so I find that super interesting. Um, yeah, I picked the same, well, similar course, uh, but mine wasn't sponsored. <laughs> um, it was just a normal accounting and finance like course, basically. Um, yeah, so how did you even get to accounting? So to accounting, you did the uh, internship with the Nigerian. Yeah, was yeah. Was that literally yeah. it? Before that, had you ever thought? I, oh, maybe... I had never in my life thought about accounting. I, I had never done accounting before. I did not, I wasn't really doing anything intense on my internship either. So it's not like I got any exposure there and like that led me down that path. It was more so, I just thought, okay, I've done some financial internship. Do I want to do economics? No, because I dropped economics yeah. at uh, AS, basically. So what did you do for A-levels? Maths, English literature and sociology. And maths is where it all went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it all went wrong. The other two, I actually really, really enjoyed. Yeah, um, yeah the other two I really enjoyed. I still feel like I would have appreciated studying even more diverse literature. I think we did like Maya Angelou or something like that. Everybody does that, but like she's not from London, so we got her and everything. But do you know what I mean? So I like those two subjects. Uh, and that came to me, that came to me naturally. I think maths definitely didn't. Then I did economics as well, basically. Okay. And I didn't plan on doing economics. It's only because like you, there was a clash. I meant to do history, basically. Oh. The plan was I would have dropped maths. I had this. Plan. Oh, so you only yes, wanted to do it because yes, your mum you wanted what I'm you trying to, to say. do it. So I would have just appeased her for one year and then I would have just taken history, sociology and English. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And then I would have figured it out. I would have figured it out. Do you get what I mean? So ended up taking those, dropped economics. Um, yeah, I didn't really... Um, not to offend anybody that's doing economics or that did economics. <laughs> but there, I, I think what I found was that like I was seeing graphs for things that I didn't need to see graphs for. Like I remember, <laughs> I remember seeing the demand and supply graph and I was like, okay, like as in I understand what you're explaining, but I just felt like it was like, almost like, oh, this is such a weird thing to say. But Shakespeare has this like much ado about nothing type of thing. And that's how I felt. As in like, it's just like, we're all here, you know, making it look like we're doing this like yeah. crazy thing. And it's like, I, I, as soon as these, concepts were taught to me, I understood them. Marginal utility, for example, I remember my teacher at the time bought in, um, I think it was even diminishing returns or something like that. She bought in loads of Mars bars, I remember, yeah? And she kept making somebody at the front eat them. And then like, they didn't, obviously over time, they didn't want to continue eating them. I would them. hate that from the start because I hate Mars bars. But I think so, the so worst the thing. I even really remember that because it's like a physical example. So I really mm. appreciated the way that like, she taught and everything. And I understood what she was saying, right? The more you have of something, the less you want it. All right, all right. Like, as in, like, as in, like you could have told me, like, do you get what I mean? Like, what okay, we doing great, here? now what? Yeah, I just didn't get what we were doing here. I get it, but why Why so serious? As in, that, that's what, like, I felt like we were getting into, and I heard eventually anyway, that, like, once you study economics, it gets more mathematical and everything. And I just felt like they were, at least the concepts that we were doing at AS were simple concepts, but that were, like, complicated for, like, no reason. I didn't really get, I didn't really mm. get that. I didn't really get that. But I appreciated it but just not enough to like see it through basically. So 
Um, so yeah, I go on and then like I study accounting and finance for that reason. And then I knew in Freshers Week, yeah, that like this is not for me. I'm not really interested in it. I thought I'd give it a semester just because it's like maybe, you know, you do another module and you'll be interested in this one or who knows, like just give it longer. You haven't even really given it a try, yeah. basically. So I, I do that and then I give it one semester. We do exams. I think I wrote my name that on like... That first exam period. I never do you remember forget. that was one day we were in the study room up until literally the hour of our yeah, exam yeah, and we just yeah. went, we went in our pajamas. Yeah, we went in our pajamas. Just, just like this. <laughs> I mean, I was just wearing a onesie, like but we is how went, I went to the exam Do you get what I mean? Or nothing else but hope. Just pure hope. <laughs> do you get what I mean? Like, hadn't Those slept. Funny days. Hadn't slept, basically. And I just wasn't, I just wasn't interested in it. And I think I looked around and I saw people that, other people that may not have been interested in it, but they were still more interested in it than I was. Like, yeah. they didn't care. They cared more than I did. Yeah. Like, I, like, do you get what I'm trying yeah. to say? And so, like... Like, their life yeah, depended yeah, on... Yeah, precisely. Like, so... <laughs> <laughs> ah, so, um, so, um, um, so, yeah, like, we get to the exam hall and whatnot. I remember one exam, I just write my name on the paper... I look through like a little pamphlet. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. this is cool. Did, what, what yeah. was that? I think I know which exam is Business finance. I think it was business finance or something that like that. business finance exam. Something like that. Something like that. But it was a semester one exam. I look through it. I'm like, oh, this is nice. Do you get what I mean? You know, like when, <laughs> you know like when you go to the doctor and there's a couple of magazines for you to just while <laughs> away time browsing. so you're not thinking about death. Do you get what I mean? So I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, okay, this is nice. I wonder what GSM this paper is. Like, I'm looking, I'm thinking about all these things. And then I just leave because there's a certain amount of time you have to stay for. Yeah. So I'm just, I got to stay for some amount of time. I think it's like 30 minutes. And I just do you know what? I wonder why do they do, do they think maybe, you know, 20 minutes in, someone might decide, actually, let me. Uh, you know, I think it's like you've got to give people an opportunity in it. Maybe some people, it's just anxiety and then they kick into it like afterwards. You get what I mean? Mm. But me, if you had given me the green light from like, because in, you know what I mean? You know when they say like, okay, begin, I would have gone then. Do you get what I mean? Because you're wasting my time. So like, I just didn't even bother answering. I think I got 13 in that exam, like, like quite literally. And then some other ones, like, there was just some other ones. Like, I just like, I just, uh, I just didn't, I didn't care because I just didn't feel like I was being inspired. I didn't, I didn't feel like I was engaging my brain, basically. It didn't speak to me in any way, basically. Yeah. And so... I just said, you know what, let me just do these exams and then I'll just figure out what I'm doing um, at that point, basically. And so, but how did your first experience with accountancy go? So, honestly, first year went pretty well. Mm. I mean, considering, you know how first year is, you barely go to lectures or anything. So it went well considering that I was barely around. Yeah. I think I'm the type of person, the degree played to my strengths. I'm a crammer. So with that sort of degree, you can get away with not necessarily going to lectures, not necessarily doing any, there's barely any reading on the course. Mm. But when it comes down to the exam, you need to learn the formulas, you need to learn the process and whatever, how to balance the books and do mm. the management accounting or the business fi finance. As long as you know the formulas and you've done a couple, a couple example questions, mm. you m can do fairly well. Mm. And I think that's why it worked well for me, even despite my lack of interest. But I think I didn't even, in first year, I didn't realize I was uninterested, honestly. I only came to know in second year after I went on placement with yeah. the company yeah. that I'm supposedly supposed to be working for. Yeah. After I finished the degree, that was when I realized, actually, I don't want to work here when I finish this degree, so why am I here? Mm. And that's when it went downhill. 
I think in first year I was still, I don't know, I was just excited to be on my course. It was nice, it was nice to talk about, it was nice to tell people, oh, I'm on this course that's sponsored by this company. Yeah. You know, it gives you, it helps Credibility. you. Yeah, it makes yeah. you feel better yourself about yourself. Yeah, for sure. Um, after being on the placement, however, and realizing actually this is not what I want to go into, I checked out. Even my personal tutor was saying, Marianne, you're not really here. And mm. she was the, I don't know if I'm jumping too far ahead, but she was actually the first person to say, have you thought about doing anything else? Yeah. I didn't, I think even then, the idea of, leaving this because I don't like it didn't mm. really cross my mind at all, which was why it took me so long to mm. get to where to you say, got to. To just say no, come out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it took me one semester to make good on that. So after I left my exams, I just handed in. I actually left the entire university. I was done with university, yeah. basically. I just said, yeah, this is not, this is not for me. So this is, this is early 2016. This is January 2016, yeah. I have left university. No one knows, do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, because I like, feel like we only knew towards the end of the You knew towards semester. the end of the year, the yeah. academic year that I, I had left university. A couple of my, like you, a couple of my close friends thought I'd just left the course. I had left the university mm. and I was just using the utility You're bills. You just living there. Yeah, <laughs> on campus, trying to figure out what I was going to do. Do you know what? I was trying to think back to see if I would have noticed, but I wasn't even going to lectures. So yeah, I wouldn't no, know if you no, were there. Yeah, or no, 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 no. I mean, neither was I. Yeah, no. I no, no, yeah. So I was just kind of like staying in like my student accommodation and just like researching stuff, thinking. I remember this one day, um, it was very, one thing I definitely shouldn't skip over. It was like, that is the most, like, that is, I've definitely been through like various things in life. That is definitely, that has definitely been one of the most depressing periods of my life like 100 percent. as in i think uh yeah there was there was a lot there was a lot that was just kind of again like when you're coming from certain backgrounds you get into a just russell group university mm. it has a certain like kind of connotation and everything and um oh there's a lot there's a yeah. lot actually i feel like that. even yeah. if you're enjoying your course second semester of the first year is just it's just really not it's it like a marathon. yeah i mm. feel that you know, the novelty of being at uni wears off. Yeah, yeah. You start to see yeah. people's true colours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it just, like, second semester or first year, you really realise. You You're very sober, I'm yeah. I'm here. Yeah. I'm by myself. And if you don't like your course on top of that, you yeah. just, you're, you're going to go under. It's basically finished. You're basically finished. And I think at the time, <clears throat> I think I was dealing with a few competing emotions, basically. So I remember, um, I remember, like, I had a family member, I won't say who they are, like they were very disappointed even in the uni that I was going to. And I went to Russell University, but they had higher hopes for me as in like, and as, as, as did I like at the time. Um, and I'm even, uh, that's, I've just remembered, I've just skipped a whole other phase of my life. But um, so already when I was there, I was already very, I felt very kind of defeated. Like I just mm -hmm. felt like I should be somewhere else. As in like, I felt like I had underachieved by being there. And university we went to was is a phenomenal university, yeah. and I'm so glad I went. I'm so glad I went. But in the beginning, I felt like you no, know, I have done my family a great disservice. The only two universities I knew in life were Oxford and Cambridge. I swear to you, like I started hearing about Southampton and all these other <laughs> when I when I was like 17 years old. Those <laughs> to are be fair, even two. to be hearing about them is still good. No, because... when I got you know when you're applying for uni, yeah. oh, that's... you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, like you're applying for uni and then you're like, oh okay, there's one in Southampton, there's another one in Southampton. <laughs> that's how I'm actually processing this whole thing. Do you get what I mean? I only I only need two unis. And I was meant to go to one of them. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. That was always the plan. 
I was on the special courses to go as well. Do you get what I mean? But maths, but maths happened in life. And so I didn't go. So I'm already in university feeling very, very like, as in just like unaccomplished, basically. And on top of that, I don't like the course that I'm in. I feel like I'm not really meant to be there. Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And so that period was like very, very, very sad. So I spent some of my time off, like definitely stewing in those like emotions, basically. But I think one thing I have always like, really um one of the things i'm really grateful for like with myself is that like i allow myself to feel things i always give time like to feel things and then i move on basically i need to feel the way i'm feeling basically and so i did that and i gave that time to do that and then one day i was just kind of not necessarily over it but i was a lot better than i was before and then i just looked through the prospectus basically i had like the university prospectus basically and um i was looking through all of the subjects and i was just crossing off like which one I wouldn't want to do. And then I narrowed it down to five, psychology, philosophy, sociology, history, and politics and international relations. And that's because I realized that like, I'm very interested in like studying like the way that humans behave, like as in whether it's like politically, whether it's like psychologically. With philosophy, you do that like a lot basically, even just down to like cognitively, like as in like the beliefs that we hold and why I, I like, as in, I just think this whole thing that we're in, this whole world, this whole kind of ecosystem that we're in is like really interesting to study basically from that perspective. And so any one of those subjects would have been fine for me. Um, and then I went on YouTube because the, the one subject I hadn't heard of out of all of them was philosophy, basically. Mm. They, you could have done it as an A-level, like in my sixth Oh, form. really? They had yeah, they had A-level philosophy. That's really I good. didn't really know many people that did it. Um, I didn't know many people that did it, but someone in the background is saying they did it. I didn't really know that many people that did it, but I did, yes, I didn't have exposure to it. So I remember I went on YouTube and I was just like, philosophy, like introduction, basically. The first video that popped up was by, um, was by a lecturer, a Harvard professor called Michael Sandel, basically. He's one of my like, favorite professors now. And the video, the title of the video was something about like, um, justice, like, how to do the right thing or something like that. Mm. And it was about ethics. And this video was like 12 minutes long. But in like the first like minute, I said, this is what I'm studying. This is crazy. Like as in like, I just couldn't believe that like the things I think about in my spare time, it's a discipline. As in, <laughs> as in like, as in that people critically study those things. Do you get what I mean? As in like more than like, oh, the meaning of life or whatnot, but like serious scenarios where like, like ethical scenarios, for example, in terms of like what to do and things like that. Like people study those things and they're like, real kind of critical thoughts and like frameworks like built around that so for me that was insane as i say that like this thing in my spare time that i could actually go into it and like be rewarded for it and everything so already knew straight off the bat that like yeah this is it this is it i watched the whole thing i watched everything there's like a whole series i've read all these books now and everything and so that's how i like just fell into um philosophy basically but what did you what did you move into yeah so i moved into geography yeah <laughs> um surprise <laughs> yeah so I think because I went into my course already feeling like I don't really want to be here I'm just doing it because I have to go to uni and it's a mix of what I probably would have done had I not gone to uni mm. but it took me a very long time to even get there mm. I think when I came to Nottingham because I already came knowing that I don't necessarily want to be here but I am here mm. I wasn't paying attention to how I felt about the course it just felt like you know, this is something you're doing for this for the three years and then mm. you're going to go on and work at this company and you'll be set, basically. Yeah. That's how I saw it. So I wasn't paying attention to how I felt about the course. But even worse than that, I wasn't even really attending the course. So 
I wasn't able to really gauge how I felt about it anyway. Mm. If I'm not going to lectures, if I'm not interacting with the with the content of the course, I'm yeah. not really engaged. How can I know whether I like it or but not? But that's just symptomatic of the fact that you're not yeah. engaged. Like, you don't <laughs> like what you're doing. Like. But I feel, I, I don't know, because I think, yeah, yeah. Because it's be not fair. like you had a job that you yeah. were doing. Do you get what I mean? It's not like you had kids that you had to feed. <laughs> like, you just were not, you know what I mean? Yeah. You prioritised, perhaps, uh, sleeping or something. Yeah, sleeping, but, to be honest. Yeah. I think, especially in second semester. First semester, I was probably a bit more engaged. But second semester, yeah, I was just, I remember I was just in my room a lot. I wasn't going to uni. I remember the day when I realised, you know what, exams are coming up. I need to, oh yeah, it's yeah, time to yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> reading book, look, <laughs> watching all the lectures that you missed. But as always, I'm a crammer, so I did well. Mm. And it's just, okay, you're progressing to the next year. Yeah. The next year, um, I went on placement at one of their, one of their offices. And I think that's when I realized I really don't like this job. I, this is not what I want to be doing for the mm. rest of my life. I just remember feeling that a robot can do this. Mm. Like, what am I, like you said, Shocker. as an accountant, what are you really adding? You're <laughs> yeah. just looking at their financial statements and does it balance, yes or no? Mm. How, does their revenue match what they've stated in their financial report? I think one thing- Does the income match? Just to cut you off, sorry, sorry to do this. But one thing I just I feel like we should say just as a disclaimer, if you enjoy yeah if you enjoy that there's nothing wrong with you do you get what i mean maybe there's something wrong with us who knows do you get what i'm trying to say it's just not for me you enjoy because one thing i will say is we also have a good friend who is really really um enjoying accountancy and one of the things i speak to him about is that like sometimes it's like um oh you know when you have like assets and liabilities and there's different things under these the line items yeah the line items exactly sometimes it's like a gray area as to like what falls under what and for some people that's insane like that's crazy like that's exciting but as for me do you get what I mean? as for no. me do you get what i mean it's just not that exciting so don't you know what i mean There's yeah if you're an accountant and you love it yeah. please stay we're talking to the yeah. accountants that maybe yeah love are not what they're it. doing yeah exactly Go um on. so after a long three months doing that mm. i came back to nottingham to finish off my second year and i was even less engaged as I was, but I didn't even know that was possible. Mm. To the point where my personal tutor, I think on the one day that I went in, she pulled mm. me aside and she was like, Mariana, is everything okay? You don't really mm. seem to be here. And to be fair, I did have other stuff outside of uni going on. So I, I did tell her a bit about that. And she was like, oh, okay, you know, maybe you should apply for extenuated circumstances. But I thought, oh, no, yeah. like, that's just my life. Like that yeah. doesn't, that's not gonna interfere with what's going on here. Um, so I didn't really take her up on that. And I think she did want us to speak a bit more. Um, but I was just using my outside circumstances to hide the fact that I just didn't want to do this anymore. Mm. So when she did finally get me into, into her office for a meeting and we spoke, we spoke about the internship, how it went. Um, we spoke about the course in general, how I'm finding the material. She just said, Marianne, you're not really here. Is that you're your really... second year though? Yeah, this your is the second, second year. year. Second yeah. academic year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she just said, Marianne, you're not really here. It doesn't really seem like you're interested. Have you thought about doing something else? Mm. And that was the, I didn't even think that was something to be considered. My mm. course was four years, by the way. So it's not like I was close to the finish line and I, yeah. <laughs> I left. But I think at that moment, that was when I really truly realized that maybe this is not for me and maybe mm. I should be looking at something else. But the Nigerian in me still didn't yeah. want to leave anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> still didn't want to leave. So I think I continued with the course um, towards the end to the end of second year. I had some retakes in the summer. And again, my personal she was, I think, if anything, she was the one really pushing for me mm. to 
really consider something else because mm. I didn't want to. I was still of the belief, you know, you started something, you need to finish it. Yeah. My parents wanted me to do this. There's a job at the end, there's security. It's a fantastic course. Mm. Why would you ever even consider leaving? Mm. Um, I think how she got me was she said, do you know what? Take a year out, think about it and then come back. And that seemed a bit easier. I had always wanted to go to Spain. When I applied to university, I actually wanted to do a year abroad, but my course doesn't allow wow. for that because it's a very intense course and it's four years long already. So to take a year out would make it five years long and it there just isn't space for that. Mm. But when she framed it in that way, I thought, oh, actually that can work. If I take a year out, then at least I can go to Spain and do what I always wanted to do. And then I can use that time to think about whether I want to come back or do something else or maybe even stay in Spain and live my life there. Mm, mm. But it just seemed like an easier way to introduce the topic to myself yeah. at least. Yeah. Um, and you studied Spanish as well. Yeah. Like, so um, I studied Spanish AS. I mm. really wanted to do some Spanish modules mm. at university. But again, the way the course is at Nottingham is very intense. There's no room for it. You, so you can't take any optional modules, mm. I think, until maybe your final year. So already I'll. Already the course wasn't making sense for my interest, but I just mm. went with it because it seemed like a good opportunity. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. It's yeah. interesting. It's interesting because um, you kind of took a break to think about what you probably already knew, basically, mm. was which was like how you felt about the, the course itself. Um, and I even think travel is like an amazing thing. Like if you can do that, like at university, like yeah. as in um, it provides you the opportunity to just kind of go beyond your course and think about it like holistically because you're not there now basically um but you were doing something whilst you were in Spain yeah yeah, yeah. so again being Nigerian I couldn't just go to that like, it just didn't sit right with me that I'll go to rest. Spain and just sleep yeah. and just do so I think I applied to a couple internships in Spain mm. thankfully Nottingham fantastic uni so they have Phenomenal great uni, yeah. links with companies in Spain I went to the careers advice and I said Oh, I'm doing a year abroad in Spain. So the career service works yeah, for you. Yeah, it did. Those of you will remember from episode one. <laughs> oh, at least for Nottingham, Nottingham seems to have a really good career service. Well, yeah. I don't know how, maybe grad role wise, I'm not sure, but at least for what I needed it to work for, it worked. I went to them because I applied to so many different internships. And to be fair, I think as an English speaker in Spain, you can always go to Spain and teach English. So mm. I got a lot of offers doing that. But I don't know, I felt like I still wanted to do something somewhat corporate. Just something that seemed, I don't know. That seemed teaching serious. English, yeah, because yeah, just... in, in your mind, you were like, what am I like really doing here? Yeah. Like, yeah, which is interesting. So they had a company that they matched me up with and their sales and marketing firm. Um, I remember this. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I went to go and do that. Yeah. Um, but honestly, it was just a means to an end. I didn't consider myself ever going into sales and marketing. I was just doing it so that I had money first of all to live in Spain mm. and also in a way to justify being in Spain to myself and to my parents mm. was to now tell them that oh I'm taking a year out of uni mm. and I'm also going to Spain mm. at least it softened the blow to say it's because I have an internship yeah. out there as opposed yeah. to yeah. yeah I'm just, I'm just going to live living in loca live in loca yeah so it just it helped it helped me explain it to my friend, but to be fair, they still were not happy. I remember when I told my dad that, yeah, I'm taking a year out. He sent me to my grandparents' house for, for a week. And I just thought, what is that going to do? I came to him when I had 
made my decision, I was firm that this is what I was doing. I think I even told you guys before I told my parents, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you guys knew. <laughs> I did I say that I didn't tell my mum? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't, guys. I didn't tell like, my mum. Like, this is already happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's too late. I'm just informing you at this point. Mm. So they tried to convince me otherwise, but it just wasn't going to happen. And, yeah. and you just kind of went on with it. Yeah. And that's interesting. So, like, you told your parents... I definitely didn't tell my parents. And those of you that watch episode one will notice the running theme. So when I quit things, I don't tell. <laughs> I don't tell my mum. I don't tell her because I know how she is. Wonderful woman. I know how she is. I can't just tell her because she'll worry on my behalf. I'm already worrying. I can't have that. Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like I can't. Do you get what I mean? I, that kind of anxiety. I can't. I'm already slightly concerned. Do you yeah. get what I'm trying to say? I can't have somebody else's. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So I didn't tell her. I didn't tell her. Um, and now you're even reminding me of how she even found out that I switched my course. So it was when I won the competition, uh, a bank held a competition, yeah. basically, that if you pitch your idea, you get an internship, basically, which those of you who have watched last episode will remember. So when I won that, they printed out some um, booklet with my name in it. And then it said like, oh, yeah, you know, this is the winner and whatnot. It said all this kind of good stuff about the stuff I've been doing. Then it said my degree. And she read it and she was like, so you're doing philosophy? <laughs> and then she was like, hmm. I just kept, she, just kept, she just kept reading. As in like, she was not annoyed. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. It was more like, oh, okay. I, because, I, I didn't know. Exactly. But... And it's because at that point, she had already kind of figured out like, oh, okay, you're going to end up being a banker. You're going to yeah. earn a lot of money. Fair enough, you're doing another course, but like, you seem to have figured it out. So her whole thing is more so just like, I just want you to be like secure I want you to be okay yeah. it's not necessarily about any one discipline it's just about what she may think is like that path do you get what I mean to that place and so it's just something I found in, um, really interesting because you told like your parents about so it. I told them when the decision was already made but I yeah. had to tell them because I was coming back home oh okay yeah <laughs> so yeah, it would have yeah. been weird if I did honestly if I was doing a more seamless transition I probably wouldn't have told them either but I had yeah. to tell them it would have been weird that it's October and you still haven't gone back to uni what's going yeah. on and then yeah. I'm packing my suitcase to go to the <laughs> Tracy was, Beaker yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had yeah. to tell them um but yeah, honestly, it was just more of an informing thing. I had already moved out of Nottingham. Mm. All my stuff was back home. Mm. I'm sure my dad already thought something was going on. He, I just told mm. him, by the way, mm. I'm not going back to Nottingham. I'm yeah. taking a year out to think about maybe doing something else, mm. um, which he wasn't happy about. Same to my grandparents when they realized that all their advice was falling on deaf ears. They sent me back home. Yeah. And then I now told my dad, oh, I'm so I did it in stages, you know. At first I just said, you know, I'm, I'm taking some time out to think. Mm. Then I said, oh. Now that you thought, you, you're now thinking about going to Spain. Yeah, I want to now go to Spain. But, you know, I but twist. I think that approach is awful. No, no, let me tell you why. <laughs> I know my dad, yeah. yeah so I knew, fair, I knew how to approach it with him. You need to do it in, let yeah, him, bits, let, let him process first. Yeah. And then we get to, so, and I knew what to play on as well, because in his mind, I knew he'd be thinking, wow, this girl that I do not want to see right now is going to be at home for a year. I played on that. I said, if I go to Spain, yeah. you don't have to see me. Oh my God. <laughs> you don't have to see me. Like, just let me go. Yeah. You know, and he, like, I think that was actually the argument that one. Oh him my around. day. I'm sure it wasn't. <laughs> I I'm genuinely sure it think I'm it sure it was. I'm sure it was the, I'm going to go and do an international internship. No, I but... don't think he really, I, I, well, okay, maybe that might have helped, but I think, because mm. if I had said I was doing an internship in London, he would just thought, you don't need to do that. You have a job that's giving mm. you, that's mm. it, giving you an internship and a job mm. at the end anyway. So, why do you need to do all of this? Mm. But considering I'm already staying here, let me just 
let me be out of your hair. Let yeah. me go to another country. Let yeah. me do what I've always wanted to do. Learn Spanish. Live in Spain for a bit. Um, I went. It was a fantastic experience. I honestly recommend yeah, for everyone, if they right? can, to travel. Mm. It was on, obviously, you know, you're by yourself. There were some not so fun moments. I, I went through a lot. My bag was stolen. I just went through so much while I was out there. Sorry. It was, it was very character building, but honestly, mm. I think because I had always wanted to learn Spanish, I'd always... I remember being in Spanish class in school and imagining myself dancing salsa in the streets. That's not really what Spain is like. I mean, I need to go I to South America. Say, I mean, I need to go to South America that for that what vibe. Spain is the, the whole of Spain. Like, do you get what I, I mean? I feel like Madrid has a very big, like, more Spanish vibe. I was in Barcelona mm. for the most Madrid of Madrid has a more Spanish vibe. Yeah, than, yeah. Than, than Barcelona. Because, you know, but Barcelona's not really Spanish. Yes, I'm moving forward. Yeah, so here, when I'm I went. No, oh, so basically, when I went. <laughs> You know, because you know there's been the whole Catalonia independence. So, oh, right. Yeah, She's so... saying something smart, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you were trying to say that like, one city in Spain is more Spanish than another yeah, city no, in Spain. Yeah, no, no. So, like, Barcelona, you know, there was the whole independence. That's when the independence movement was quite mm. rife as well. So, mm. even the signage, sometimes there, was, there wasn't Spanish signage. It was just be mm. English or Catalan. Mm. Um, so, and Barcelona in general is quite an international city, I would yeah. say. So, where I worked... There was only one other Spanish girl. The rest of the people were from. There were Americans. There was a Nigerian guy. Mm. <laughs> Nigerian, Nigerians are everywhere. <laughs> Nigerian. There were two. There were two right black now. people in the company. Me, <laughs> British Nigerian. The other one, Nigerian. Yeah. Nigerian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're everywhere, but we're global. We're everywhere. Yeah. Nigerians are everywhere. Everywhere on this planet. I'm sure that's one of the things you learned in geography. <laughs> but go on. Yeah. yeah um, you know, French people. So it's just a very international city, anyway. Mm. And then added on top of that. They're trying to even break away from Spain. It wouldn't be their own autonomous region. Mm. It did. It didn't give me Spanish vibes, mm. but I still had a great time. I still managed to advance my Spanish skills, and then I did go to Madrid for a bit. Mm. Got even better at Spanish, and then I backpacked around Spain. So it was just a great yeah. experience to learn about myself, who mm. I was, my true interests, and through that process, I did come to realize actually I'm really interested in the environment. I've always been fascinated by climate change, how climate change will affect different countries, different people. Mm. But even, do, do you know what? Let me not even lie. Even then, I still didn't make, make the connection with geography. It was only yeah. until someone who knew me well said, Marianne, why don't you study geography? That I looked into it. At first, I just thought, why would I do that? <laughs> Again, like I still had this feeling of geography just not being a subject yeah. that will take you anywhere. Yeah, yeah. When I, it was only when I looked at the prospectus online um, I think I looked at King's, I looked at a few other unis. I knew that I wanted to stay at London, in mm. London though. So mm. I was only really looking at looking at London-based unis. I looked at the prospectuses at these various unis and I realized actually, yeah, this really is what I'm interested in. It's a mix of environment. I was also interested in international development. I did consider maybe studying international development instead or international relations. But one thing about geography is just, it includes the environment in any analysis, so you can still do development studies with within geography, mm. but the environment will still the effects of the environment on people's livelihoods will still be a core part of that degree, and I think that's what interested me yeah. ultimately, and that's why I went with geography. Definitely, and I think that's like super interesting because like geography, at least I don't know whether I can call it geography or maybe urban planning. It's something that like of recent has been like an interest of mine. Yeah, so that's the section so that's, of that's, geography that's a section, as well. Exactly. So I didn't even know. Like again, like look at the way I was kind of laughing about like my GCSE geography experience in the beginning. But like of recent, I'm fascinated as well with like green spaces and the effect that has on mental health. And it's like 
That's they, really they, big in geography right in, now. In actually, geography, yeah. yeah, exactly. And so it's just like um, in America, they call it in the projects. What are they call it like council estates and everything. Like the way that they're designed, and like they have like if you like anybody that's ever been, they have like nets basically. Yeah, so yeah. it looks like it looks a it certain looks terrible, way. and that exactly. has an impact on your mental Precisely. health, and then how Precisely. productive you can be, and how Precisely. you are then capable to escape your circumstances. That's and... what I'm saying. And so, like, I would have never said, "Oh yeah, I'm interested in geography." <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say? Like, not to say it's not something to be interested in. I just, I've, but it, even me said, that I'm interested in I mean? school, I, I was still like, "Why would I do that? Yeah, I don't yeah. know where this is yeah. going to take me." Why yeah. would I? Exactly, but it's very applicable. Like to our everyday lives. And I think in some way, like you saw part of like yourself and like your interest, like in this subject, basically, yeah. which is primarily what this whole university thing is meant to be about. You're meant to be engaging in a subject where like that is the case, basically. You're discovering a subject and yourself like at the same time. That's like academia is actually meant to be like very exciting. Like genuinely, that's one of the things I realized um, when, I, when I was studying philosophy, I was like, wow, this is, this is how my entire educational experience was meant to be. Like, as in like, I'm, really engaging with like new parts of myself like new parts of like other people like other theories and schools of thought and it's like this is this is really fun yeah. i'm really enjoying writing these like essays and everything and it's like the seminars i'm like really speaking and it's like i don't want to leave and it's like i'm staying back and saying oh like you know what you said here like what do you think about it? as in i'm i'm alive as in do you get what i'm trying to say yeah. that that's how things are meant to be do you get what i mean and so like I do feel maybe it's just idealistic, but like if you don't feel that for anything, then like I would not go. Yeah. yeah, I would not go. And especially so considering money. it's so expensive yeah. now. It's just yeah. if you're not actually invigorated by the subject, if it doesn't mm. captivate you, mm. then like well, like because you're spending so much, you're spending so much money, and I think like um, I think it's definitely important. Like given the subjects that we did, perhaps we talk about that later in terms of like what it is like it's been able to allow us to do as well. I think with subjects like philosophy and geography, I think it's super important yeah. just to share with people. Because people like, always say, oh, do you want to be a teacher? Yeah, no, exactly. I do not want to be yeah, a teacher. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so like, but before I get in there though, like, so what's it like studying geography? Because you're doing it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did my undergrad in geography, now doing my master's in environment, politics and development, which is still within the geography department. Mm. Um, honestly, I remember my first year, I was just super excited. Like yeah. every lecture just felt like I was learning something new. Yeah, yeah. I just felt so happy to be there. Yeah, I was such yeah. a nerd. Yeah, I was sitting I in the first five, you know, the yeah, first five, had my book open, was taking 100%. notes. I was engaged in a way that I've just never been engaged yeah. in something before. Um, but one thing I will say about geography is that because of the nature of the subject, it's heavy as well, because mm. you look at you just look at the world and its problems. And mm. I think especially at King's as well, and I'm sure at other universities, it's just very critical of the world and it, it's just heavy. Yeah. I feel like because of my degree, I already needed therapy anyway. Yeah, but because yeah. of my degree, I need therapy. Because you shouldered the burden of like the consequences of like what it is that you're learning, basically. Yeah. Like, and that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, you've got and to I deal think, with that. Yeah, just looking at, you know, geography looks a lot at the way the world is, how it's been constructed to, be, to work in the way it does how the world creates poverty because it needs poverty, how it creates inequality mm. because it needs inequality and mm. how these things could actually very easily be solved. Mm. They're just not because it doesn't benefit it the doesn't people serve, who yeah. want the world to work the way that it's currently working. Mm. Um, and then I think even just looking at environmental crisis, crises, you know, especially considering the fact that these things are going to impact global South countries, so mm. Asia, mm. Africa, a lot more than other countries in the West. Mm. 
And then when you then factor in that, you know, these countries didn't even contribute as much to the yeah. crisis so as Western now. countries, because they're the ones who have emitted all the carbon that has now led us to where we are now and mm. the injustice that's inherent in that. But then considering that, well, you kind of need to emit carbon to develop. So how do these African countries now mm. reach a level of development that the West has attained yeah. when, you know, we have COP25, COP26. One of my lectures, he makes a joke that, you know, at COP125 will still be, <laughs> because all of these things, it's all a fast. Like it's mm. not really, they're not really trying to solve the problem. It's mm. just performativity. But anyway, that's a whole other discussion. Yeah, just get but now, really you know, like, like now that this, that, it, yeah, right? now this whole agenda of, you know, reducing carbon emissions, um, but hold up, you guys emitted all the carbon emissions you like so that mm. you could achieve a standard of development that has got you to where you are now. Yeah. And now that we're finally trying to get on board, you want to stand yeah, with us. Yeah, yeah, like, now you just, just want to stop the game. And it's just, <laughs> no, on, on all sides, game. <laughs> on all sides, it's just, it's just very heavy, but yeah. I really do like my degree. And I feel that mm. um, doing something that's, that will enable me to contribute to just the world in general when I finish mm. my degree, um, contribute to improving people's lives, hopefully. Um, but yeah, it's very heavy. Yeah. And I think, because of that, and especially, I think I mentioned before that I always tended to run away from essay-based subjects because I just mm. don't, the reading is too much. <laughs> and while the reading is definitely fascinating, it's still academic reading. Mm. So already there's that barrier because yeah. I really feel like they have- Jargon. They just, I feel like mm. they have a contest. Who can make their yeah, paper the most complicated? More, yeah, you yeah. could have said this in one line. You've used like five lines to say- Yeah. Uh, so there's that barrier and then again, essay writing wasn't necessarily my, it definitely wasn't my skill coming into degree. After three mm. years of the undergrad, I've definitely improved, or I hope I have. Mm. <laughs> um, so it is a bit easier, but again, I just have it, I just know that this just isn't what I'm necessarily, like, I don't wanna to. say what I'm good at, but it's not what no, I'm but used this to. No, I was just gonna say, yeah. I can imagine you'd feel like you're not good at it, but you hardly gave yourself any opportunity to like exercise yeah. that. It's not like people are born, you know what I mean? Shakespeare <laughs> yeah. type stuff, you get what I mean? It's like, you did maths, maths again and then like <laughs> biology which yeah, is yeah, yeah exactly. much... you know what i mean that's not yeah and if that's what you've been doing like for most of your life the last time you did anything like it was like in your GCSEs, GCSEs which yeah. is that level of writing is like you'd we'd probably laugh to some exactly degree. you can't like, submit that it, yeah you exactly exactly that pee type stuff like so i think and that's what we were saying before about like the things you like keep doing you then you build the belief that like oh yeah this is what like i'm good at when a lot of the time it's just what you've been doing as yeah in, like you just kind of exercised like that um that's super interesting though that like um it was very applicable to you and I think one of the things that like I'd imagine would make geography really interesting for you is that like it's a very current thing don't get me wrong it's always been current because like it's always been relevant but like it's very relevant yeah. right now like with what we're with what's going on like there was don't look up for example on Netflix and it's like everybody's trying to save something like yeah. now you know what I mean and so um, I can imagine that like it feels very real basically yeah. to study. Do you get what I Definitely. mean? Definitely. I think I, even this last week I had um, an essay and I think that's one thing about I really like about geography as well. Um, you can have an essay title, but because of the way the, the essay question is phrased, you can almost make it your own. So you can bring in any case study you like. You can mm. do anything you like. And I decided to look at um, Nigeria and the oil crisis. So mm. in the Niger Delta has been oil spills since oil was discovered basically. Mm. And Shell, well, 
I don't know if I can say this, but yeah, no, none of can, the oil companies have cleaned up any of the yeah, oil spills. Yeah. Um, and I think while I was writing it, I learned that I think very recently, you know, a bunch of Nigerians, they won a court case mm. that they can now bring one of the oil companies to trial in the UK. Mm, wow. That's something that's obviously very big. Mm. But, and it was really interesting to see that because it's current and then I can now put it in my essay. Mm. But then looking also at how these things have gone in the past when they have also won the right to bring other companies to trial yeah. and knowing that, okay, they may have won the trial, but- It's not sure about Yeah, that like they don't pay out or they mm. might appeal it knowing that, you know, people will eventually die. And mm. I couldn't even be happy about that news. I, I could see loads of people commenting on the news, you know, oh, this is fantastic. Mm. But like, you know, I've looked at other cases where mm. this has happened and it didn't go anywhere. So mm. I can't even be happy about this. Mm. And I think it's the same way, you know, I think before I said about COP26, you know, a lot of people will be happy that we're having the discussion. We're having this, yeah. Um, it's made, my degree has made me so cynical. Mm. It's not uh, well. I really hope it does change any things, but I just mm. don't think it will change anything. If they wanted, it, they've known for a long time. I think since the nineteen nineties, they knew that carbon emissions were mm. responsible. Well, were causing changes in the Earth's atmosphere. They didn't do anything then. Why do they want to do something now? Because it's a way. Well, actually, I don't know if this is getting too I mean, heavy, but it's yeah. a it's another way for them to you know like control yeah. what other countries yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I don't know what I'm saying. I think this is like super relevant because it's like, interestingly enough, like I swear, like last week, like the cost of living, like like just kind of like, bills, like yeah. hikes, right? And it's like energy bills and things like that. And you kind of think about it and you wouldn't maybe immediately draw a link between that and studying geography or even like that subject or do you get what I mean? People are probably thinking more about like, oh the politicians and what yeah. they're doing or like economics and like what's what's you know most beneficial for the markets and whatnot but like there are other disciplines that like tie into what it is that we're doing now and it just kind of goes to show how applicable it is and it kind of reminds me of like when I was studying the um philosophy of like uh, criminal law basically mm -hmm. that was the module and then I really just kind of like got to dive deep into like punishment for example like its purpose and it's like it's actual kind of consequences and it's like if you're from certain backgrounds as well you may or may not have interacted with like these institutions in the past and had your own questions about it but like critically examining these things as in like this wasn't always the world this isn't these institutions aren't like woven into the world's fabric there was a day that like we all decided to get what i'm trying to say like and it came about and so like even just studying the, those things that are very real to you like for like whatever reason it just makes you as you say like think about the world differently and I guess that like, what you said is one of the like criticisms of academia which is that like it does make you so cynical to the point where you are incapable of doing anything yeah. basically which is why everybody's like oh like but that's why there's this, there's this debate between like the teachers and the doers type of thing and everything mm. I don't think it has to be that way because um, as you say like you're talking about the Niger Delta and everything it's a very real scenario there's very real progress being made in it based off of like um, work and evidence that like people like yourself and people in that industry are doing right so it's not like you're just sitting there reading and just kind of shaking your head that <laughs> what is going on in the world do you get what I mean and so I think it's important um, to say but how are you studying this masters do you get what I mean because you know cost of living is rising and so is academia so how's that happening yes yeah, so it most definitely is but thankfully i was fortunate to be awarded a scholarship well mm. two scholarships I was actually going to say, yeah i think you've forgotten one yeah <laughs> yeah i was i was awarded two scholarships honestly if not for the scholarships i wouldn't have i, I knew that i always wanted to do the masters to be fair but yeah it would have made it very difficult because mm. 
masters are expensive and then being in London is also expensive. Um, but I'm honestly just thankful that I was awarded them. Yeah. If not, I don't know what. What was that process like? Um, the first one, so the first scholarship I was awarded was actually for a master's and PhD. Mm. <laughs> and I didn't want to apply, actually. Mm. My lecturers really pushed me to. Mm. Um, but I think in my mind, I just thought, I only want to do a master's, so there's no point of me applying for a master's and a PhD mm. when I only want to do a master's. But my, I think I have two lecturers at King's who I love so much and they really believe in me in a way that I don't even believe in myself, to mm. be honest. But that's the kind of people you need in this life. Yeah. Um, so they really believed in me. And I think even right up until a week to the deadline, they were, they were saying, Marian, just apply because even if you apply and you get it, at least you can turn it down as mm. opposed to not having the option. So I think in a week, I just very quickly <laughs> wrote an yeah. application um and i just kind of just left it to god mm. um the second in the second scholarship i applied to was with a charity called black geographers so i mm. think they became really popular during i mean they even started during the pandemic actually wow. um and they became very popular during that time and then they teamed up with am i allowed to say like who, yeah, yeah you can. But so they yeah, teamed no, up with every uk Please. which is like um an environmental science collective in mm. um the uk to award a scholarship to one master student um so again i applied and by that point i already knew that i had the masters and phd scholarship mm. so i think out of you know out of to be honest with them i said i do already have a scholarship mm. but you know i'm applying for this one as well yeah yeah i wouldn't mind <laughs> i mean yeah. if you want to give me two um and i had to I think they that application actually really affirmed my decision to go ahead with the masters and possibly even the PhD, mm. um, because as part of the application, you just had to you had to explain your journey and talk mm. about why you were passionate about geography. So mm. I literally spoke about from the beginning. You know, I mm. had this great university degree with this you know big four accountancy firm. And that I ended up leaving because I realised my true passion was geography. And, you know, mm. like, mm. when you hear that, how could yeah, you say no? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, it's clear that I was clearly invested in geography and just ge things of a geographical nature. Mm. Um, and then I had an interview with them. And, again, I think my passion just really shone through, mm. which is why they chose me um, to be the yeah, first I, recipient. I, 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 I just think it's, I think it's amazing. And I think, like, one of the things I've just, like, realised that we're both kind of leaving out of our academic journeys is just like what the degree also allowed us to do basically. Yeah. So beyond the like the degree related like field work, if you will, because um, for example, I was a research assistant as well, like looking at like just um, some acad academic kind of activism, for example, that was something that I'd studied in like the philosophy of education and that like that kind of stuff, of course, you kind of see the link between it, but like there are things I know you've done, I know you've done outside of geography and that like that has been a plus to like your applications, for example, it's something that's made you stand out as well in a similar like vein. Um, although I studied philosophy, like I interned at like several banks, at, like uh, tech firms, for example. The only reason I'm going to name them is just because like I want people to know that like this is something that you can do like yeah. with this type of degree, basically. So the Googles, the cities, the uh, I got onto a program at Harvard, for example, that was a business program. I did some like work with some politicians, like shadowing them as well. I won't mention them because <laughs> some of them are in hot water at the moment. <laughs> but like I pretty much just like explored like exactly what I wanted to do. Like I just kept like kind of 
um, yeah, being presented like with new information. And I just said, okay, well, this was cool. I didn't really like that that much. I'll move on. I didn't really like that that much. I'll move on, that type of thing. And so like, these are like all international things as well. Ireland, South Africa, like all these different places that I'm traveling. Like, and I study a philosophy degree and yeah. all of these people, and it's not in spite of, like, it's quite literally like people would see me and they'd be like, hmm, she studies philosophy. Do you get what I mean? Like, why is she interested in banking? Yeah. Why is she interested in so and so? As in like, you look, first of all, you, they, you look, there's more to you because like human beings are multifaceted anyway. This idea that like you're only interested in one thing. I've never met anybody like that. Like you've been living for decades and you're only interested in one thing. I think you're the weird one if that's like the, the bracket that you fall <laughs> under basically. And so it looks really good because like, um, you, first of all, you considered other things. So like you, you are picking things, you're making an informed choice. Do you get what I mean? Like, so you've kind of cancelled out like other things. And so like, I know that's, that's been the case with me with like the experiences that like yeah. I've had like as well. Um, however, like unorthodox, I'll be honest, I'm not going to pretend like most philosophy students get into those industries. I think I'm seeing it more and more now, um, but certainly not when I was doing it. So I know that like your degree has also enabled you to do things that aren't necessarily related like to it, like as yeah. in directly. And so it'd be good for you to kind of share on that as well, like the EDIP. Uh, yeah, program. yeah. So I did the EDIP and the SDIP um, internship program with the civil service. Um, during the SDIP, I was actually interning in the cabinet office, um, and it was actually related to geography because we were looking at the UK's climate finance strategy, basically, mm. um, to fund projects in developing countries, so Asia, Africa, um, which was a great experience. It was policy side. Um, but it was very fast. One thing I realized it was very fast paced. Mm. And I think because I've been in academia I was going to so say long, that juxtaposition. Yeah, the, because, you know, yeah. I mean, at least with essays, you get to read. And to be fair, when you're writing the essay, it can feel like I don't have enough time. But yeah. this is really as in 10 a.m. You're told that something needs to be in by 12 p.m. for me and for mm. maybe at 1 p.m. So mm. it is very, very fast paced. And I wasn't used to that. Um, but it was a fantastic experience anyway. And it's not something I would necessarily write off. Um, but it was just good to try it so that I know going forward, whether that is something I'd like to pursue or maybe continue in academia after my PhD. Mm. Um, but I think aside from that as well, I've also been a research assistant. With, I'm a research assistant with one of my lecturers, mm. um, which has also been a great insight into what it's like to be an academic, to potentially be a lecturer or a professor if I was successful to enough to, and, uh, to advance to that level. Um, and even just what it's like to do research that actually can inform policy. Mm. So I think that's something that geographers are really, or most geographers anyway, are really interested in. They want their research to inform policy and mm. the research that my lecturer is doing would hopefully mm. do that. Um, and then, yeah, aside from that, just um, getting involved in a lot of the opportunities. Uh, King's is a fantastic uni. I'm like King's big... Please make, pay me to be your ambassador. I'll do it. <laughs> I'm like their biggest advocate. So I think it's a fantastic uni. There's just so many opportunities. Um, they have something called the Civic Leadership Academy, and it teaches you how to be a leader. That so yeah, civic leadership. So how mm. to be a leader for your local community, how mm. to solve some of the pre most pressing issues in your community. Um, so that helped me and allowed me to intern with a charity that's trying to basically eradicate, well, I mean, how can you eradicate, but just help the effort towards social inequality mm. and education inequality as well. Um, so that was really interesting, like doing some data analysis for them actually. And I, I'm a geographer, I, 
Uh, but I guess I got to use my math skills there in that. as well, yeah. Um, like, and oh, in geography, right. yeah, in geography yeah. in general, anyway, you can, if even if you're math leaning, you can still use that, your, that path because if you are analyzing data you need some math skills mm. or some statistics skills to do that mm. um so yeah that was a fantastic experience as well actually but i think it's just about taking advantage of the different opportunities that come about using these things to kind of inform your decision is this something i like is this something i don't like if you don't like it that's fine you don't have to commit to it yeah if, especially if you're young you don't have any dependence mm. Definitely, definitely. Like, just don't stay there just because you've started. You're, like, you're far too young to be in that kind of bondage. Yeah. And if that isn't an ending note, what is? <laughs> so, guys, we are your favourite pyjama people and we hope we've inspired you to put that job, that situation, that experience to bed. Good night. <laughs>